Yet to come, I've got a great live one from De Laurentos and The Minutes who joined forces to perform a cover of Thin Lizzy's Dancing in the Moonlight for Morning Glory. It's coming up pretty soon. We've also got Chris Bayo of Vampire Weekend joining me on the show and Conor McCaffrey of The Star will be popping in to help you out with some great gig picks over the coming week. But first, I've got a great new one for you now. Now, you may have heard me wax lyrical before about the New York Quartet Parquet Courts. I did speak to singer-guitarist Austin Brown a few months ago on Backstage. Parquet Courts have this ability to install within you an enormous amount of excitement. Their music just brims with anticipation and urgency and I was delighted to learn that they have a new album coming out. It's entitled Human Performance. It's coming out on the 8th of April on Rough Trade and the album features songs which pick apart the anxieties of modern life. Guitarist Austin Brown, who also acted as producer and mixer on the album, has been quoted as saying, the unavoidable noise of NYC that can be maddening, the kind of, of the impossible struggle against clutter, whether it's a physical or mental or social so here is a glimpse into that manif- manifestation of New York clutter this is the brilliant new single Dust from Parquet Courts on Radio Nova <laughs> Everywhere. 
How good is that? That is music from Parquet Courts and Nova. That's the new one, Dust, taken from the forthcoming album, Human Performance. Cannot wait to get my hands on it. It's coming out on the 8th of April. Now it's time for this. Backstage. On Radio Nova. Live Room. Here is a lovely little acoustic treat for you now from two of Ireland's greatest alternative bands, Delarentos and The Minutes. They teamed up to perform this one for Morning Glory before. This is their cover of Thin Lizzy's Dancing in the Moonlight on Nova. took me with a glance I should have took that last bus home but I asked you for a dance now we go steady to the pictures I always get chocolate stains on my pants and my father's going crazy he says I'm living in a trance but I'm dancing in the moonlight It's got me in the spotlight It's alright dancing in the moonlight On this long, hot summer night It's three o'clock in the morning And I'm on the streets again Disobeyed another warning You know I should have been in by ten Now I won't get out until Sunday I'll have to say I stayed with friends Oh, but it's a habit worth forming If it means to justify the end But I'm dancing in the moonlight It's got me in the spotlight It's alright dancing in the moonlight On this long, hot summer night I'm dancing in the moonlight. I'm dancing in the moonlight. It's got me in its spotlight. It's got me in its spotlight. Dancing in the moonlight. I'm dancing in the moonlight. So goddamn hot. cute is that? That is music from Delarentos and The Minutes performing live together for Morning Glory and their beautiful acoustic take of the Thin Lizzy song Dancing in the Moonlight. Now it's time for my next guest on Nova. Backstage on Radio Nova. Since 2006, Chris Bayo has been known as the bass player of the New York-based band Vampire Weekend. They won a Grammy for the third album, Modern Vampires of the City. In his downtime between tours, however, Bayo decided to pursue his desire to explore his own individual voice away from the band. Last September, Bayo released his first solo offering in the form of the brilliantly addictive album, The Names. Q Magazine described it as an innovative and pretty irresistible record. I cannot agree 
Livermore. In support of the album, Chris Bale shall be stopping off in Dublin to play the intimate venue of the Workman's Club in Dublin. And ahead of the show, Chris Bale joins you now on stage. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm good, yeah. I, uh, I just got back this morning from my North American tour. Oh, wow. So, took a little nap and uh, got up and now I'm here. How are you? Fair play. Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Congrats on a beautiful solar record and names. It's just gorgeous. So what led you to decide to pursue your own musical direction then after this time with Vampire Weekend? Thank you for the kind words, uh, <laughs> by the way. And um, I guess I just um, started having ideas and wanting to make sounds but not knowing the first thing about it. Uh, I knew how to play bass. I knew how to write a bass line, but I just I didn't know anything about production. But I knew I wanted to, so... Um, and this would have been after the first Vampire Weekend record. I just uh, started learning. I, I spent all my off time from tour learning how to produce. I started in a place where I really uh, hated everything I came up with. I would, you know, record something, play it back for me, and would make my uh, skin crawl. <laughs> and uh, I just uh, knew I had to work through that. And eventually I got to a place where I could um, produce a track and, and like the way it sounded and like it enough to play it out in a DJ set. And after that, the next step really was um, to try and get my voice onto something. I, mm. I knew I had ideas for songs. I knew I had ideas for vocal melodies and lyrics. But I also knew that if I ever wanted the songs to see the light of day and share them with people, I'd have to sing them myself. Yeah. So that took about another three years. Um, but eventually, at the end of that process, I, I had this record. So it was kind of a long time coming. Uh, and something I wanted to do for a long time, but I knew I had to get it right. I, I, I had no interest in putting something out that uh, I didn't fully believe in and I didn't fully love and feel was vital and exciting. And so that's, uh, that's why it took so long. But um, now that it's out there, I'm, I'm really happy. I've been really enjoying playing shows and sharing the music with people. Oh, that's amazing. I can imagine there's so many different little adventures and travels and challenges really you go on with learning to move from that kind of side of stage bass player to, to front of stage and being the singer and, and, you know, being in charge of producing and that. What has that whole thing been like actually to actually move center stage? Um, I wish I could say something <laughs> more complicated other than that. It's really fun. <laughs> I love it. That's good enough. I, um, I, uh, I always loved dancing and getting really into performance. I always liked singing, but I never really thought I was any good at it. And uh, once I got to a place where I liked my vocal, I've just been loving uh, getting front of stage and dancing like a fool and singing. <laughs> it's uh, just, yeah, really, really fun. And I mean, it doesn't mean I'm not, uh, I can't, you know, play bass again. I, I, I love that too. I always love performing live, and um, I want it to be like a joyful, fun thing. And uh, hopefully when people come and see the show, they, they feel that. Well, let's uh, talk about the music, I guess, because I want to talk about New York as well. Actually, I'll talk about New York now, because I don't know how you would have been able to turn your back in New York, I guess. I've, I'm still very much in love with New York ever since my first time when I was like 20. But it seems like such a thriving scene for music. And it seems also like every second new band you hear of, they hail from Brooklyn or they had relocated there and formed a band. And so what was it about New York, I guess, that helped fuel that musical progression of you as a bass player and your solo project? And I guess that of Vampire Weekend, because there's so much exciting urgency in that music, too. Yeah, I, um, I loved living in New York. I, I mean, I, I was born in the city. I grew up in the suburbs, and then I lived 
uh, in the city again for college in Brooklyn after. So, you know, mm-hmm. probably 15 or 16 years of my life were in New York City. Um, and I, uh, I think there is something kind of exciting and uh, inspiring about, like, working on music in your home all day going out to grab like a coffee or a sandwich down the street and then running into someone, you know, from grizzly bear or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I think that there's a a real energy to that. Um, And uh, with the band, I mean, we formed in Manhattan in, in college and we felt that we were kind of away from all of that stuff. And uh, I think it was helpful in terms of finding our identity that we were kind of up in the, you know, in a more northern part of Manhattan and able to, like, develop uh, away from a lot of the New York City, you know, music industry or scene. But um, I I did love living in Brooklyn after college and, um, yeah, getting to have friends and and know a lot of people that were doing the same thing as me Mm -hmm. uh, is a nice thing, I think. Just going to pause you there, Chris. I do want to take something from Vampire Weekend now. From the New Yorkers, Vampire Weekend. This is At Punk on Radio Nova. Vampire Weekend on Radio Nova. That is a punk. And you are backstage with Chris Bayo on Vampire Weekend. So, Chris, what was it about the classic artists like Roxy Music and David Bowie that really appealed to you? Music from Vampire Weekend on Radio Nova. That is a punk. 
and you are backstage with Chris Bayo of Vampire Weekend. So Chris, what was it about the classic artists like Roxy Music and David Bowie that really appealed to you? I guess there's a sense of um, adventure and excitement in their records. And uh, when you're listening to them for the first time, you feel like almost anything could happen. Almost any sound could enter the world. Uh, vocals could disappear for minutes at a time. Uh, vocals could be tracked really weirdly. They could be sung in a way that no one would ever naturally speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're just very, very uh, unique and singular. Uh, each of those records, each of those artists. And um, yeah, Bowie and, and Roxy are my two favorites of all time. So being a classic Queen fan, can we also expect some falsettos on the next uh, Bayo record or Vampire Weekend record? Uh, <laughs> gosh, I, I mean, like, getting my vocals right is so hard. And when you hear someone who makes, like, melody and vocal ac- acrobatics seem so effortless, like Freddie Mercury, it's, uh, it's just like, you feel like it's not fair. I, I love, like... Uh, Queen so much. I haven't listened to them that much lately, but, you know, very formative, you know, first record I ever bought. I think that um, Sister of Pearl is right now the, like, uh, the wide, you know, the that's, that's my range there. Like, that high yeah. note that I hit at the end is the highest note I can sing. We'll yeah. see. I, I do like the falsetto. The falsetto, yeah. It's a great surprise as well. Backstage. Entertainment Update. And now to help you out with your gigs over the coming week is Connor McCaffrey of The Star. Hey, Connor, how are you today? Not too bad. Struggling with my old uh, man flu. <laughs> man Serious flu. cold, what should you? I say. I can actually hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't much so. I'm uh, a bit of sympathy. I'll see if I can go a few minutes without spluttering. <laughs> Thanks. I'm right beside you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you got your bike back and all. Not yet. It's uh, just a minor puncture. We're all, we're all good to go. Good stuff. Okay, and we're good to go for gigs this week. Um, so we've got a great one. It's, I haven't heard much about these guys, actually. Tell us about Altered Hours. Yeah, it's pretty good. The last few weeks, we've been banging on about big arena gigs and old legends. So it's good to chat about Cork Band, Altered Hours. They're launching their debut album in Whelan's tonight. They are definitely one of the big buzz bands of 2016 so far, and it's definitely deserved. They're this really hypnotic, droney, psych rock, plenty of swagger, mm. and lots of monochrome black and white photos as well. Well, you need them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the album is called In Heat, Not Sorry, and as a bonus, it's just got this brilliant cover <laughs> as well, so check that out if you get a chance. In Heat, Not Sorry. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, moving on. Jake's Lennon, he's been around for a while. He's quite a bit of a character, isn't he? Yeah, perfect timing as well, right before polling day. Uh, Jinx Lennon is playing the Leeson Lounge in Dublin next Thursday. Uh, he's been kind of called a punk poet and a protest singer, but I don't think it really does him justice, you know. Mm. Whether it's just him on acoustic guitar or him behind like an electronics rig, he's definitely still one of Ireland's best performers with plenty to say about the general mess we're in. Yeah, he normally has a lot to say, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, we're just going to give a quick mention because it is sold out. This is a band I've caught the two times they played Ireland. I love them. Yeah, if you, if you can get a, a ticket by any chance, uh, Fat White Family are playing in Whelan's next Tuesday. Uh, and if you haven't heard the new album, they said uh, they wanted to go 
to the extremes of what's tasteful mm-hmm. and they've managed to do that no problem yeah. uh, so they take the piss out of Auschwitz uh, Mussolini even like British serial killer Harold Shipman they kind of play this grotty lo-fi stuff that kind of sounds like throbbing gristle the fall mm. really really early Joy Division yeah yeah exactly so that's, that's what you're into then uh they are an incredible band. I've caught them live, as I said, uh, in yeah. Workman's a couple of years ago and at Electric Picnic. And they're relatively well behaved because they do tend to have certain stage antics. So maybe <laughs> yeah. step back a bit from the stage just in case. But I'm sure they'll be happy at Wheelands. Yeah, they should be fine. Yeah, they should be fine. I'll Don't be there. Care. I'm actually taking the night off so I can go and see them because I love them that much. Well, enjoy that. I will. And you get won't well be a, now. Won't be a dull moment. Ah. No. <laughs> Connor McCaffrey, the star. Okay. Thanks so much. Get out of here. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Next Saturday on Backstage. It's a Neil Young special. So I hope you join me then from 6 to 7 next Saturday. I'm off now to see William McCarthy of Augustine's tonight at the Grand Social. Can't wait for it. If I don't see you there, I may see you on Tuesday at Whelan's for Fat White Family. Otherwise, I shall chat to you on Wednesday at 7. Peter Devlin is on the way next with the Saturday soundtrack. Coming up over the next two hours, you can look forward to hearing some great sounds from the likes of Nirvana, Iggy Pop and The Clash. Not too shabby. He's up next right after the 7pm update of the Radio Nova News. Have a great week. Okay.